Hello, friends. Mikey Adams here with the Unsunday Show, another riveting episode of the Unsunday Show. Yes, riveting. Hey, in this episode, I want to talk to you a little bit about Christian obedience. What does that term even mean? And what do I do with it? Is my obedience all about keeping rules and regulations, keeping different uh, denominational rules or laws, or is it? does it have to do with the Old Covenant? Do I need to reach back into that Old Covenant era and grab certain things out of there, like the Ten Commandments or you know the Nine or the Eight, whatever people tend to think we need to do, and obey those? Is that Christian obedience? When I think of obedience, do I, does my mind run to the Ten Commandments and I think, well, I got to obey these things? or some other passage in the Old Testament, or the Old Covenant, rather, that I need to, that I feel like I need to adhere to. Is that Christian obedience? Is Christian obedience something that puts me in a right relationship with God, and then from there on I keep myself in that obedience or in that relationship with God by my obedience? How does this work out? Let's talk about that today on The Unsunday Show. You're listening to The Unsunday Show. leaving behind religious obligation in favor of a better expression of Christ in us. This is The Unsunday Show. You know, for a lot of years as a believer, let me put this in context, I became a believer in January of 1973. And for a lot of those years from that time forward, I was under the impression that my relationship, something in my relationship with God, not the relationship itself, but something in the relationship with God uh, kind of hung on how good I was obeying, how good I was believing, how good I was, you know, doing the different things that I was told I needed to be doing, whether it's something from Scripture, uh, you know, some verse that's, that's in Scripture that, that someone shared with me and said, you need to be doing this. Or if it's some denominational rule or some church rule or some, you know, group rule, if I'm involved in some kind of a parachurch thing, which I was for a little while, you know, is it is it something like that? Is Christian obedience wrapped up in how well I'm keeping certain rules and regulations, or is there more to it than that? You know, something else I didn't understand for years and years as a believer was how to uh, distinguish which scriptures were for me and which ones weren't. You know, when you come to an understanding of the difference between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, and the fact that the Old Covenant is completely unlike the New Covenant, the New Covenant is is a better covenant, and there's no point in history where these two covenants overlap, that makes a big difference in the way that you look at Scripture, because I did this a lot. I would go back into the Old Covenant Scriptures, and I would see things there that I thought, well, I need to be doing this, or I need to put a guilt trip on somebody else so that they're doing this. And I would pull that Scripture out of context and try and persuade someone to be obedient to that thing, and I would call that Christian obedience. An example would be, you know, part of the Ten Commandments or, you know, some other part of those 613 commandments and and regulations that were in the Mosaic Law. But I would pull those things out. I didn't understand at the time that those weren't written for me or to me. I didn't understand at the time that in Christ's death and resurrection, I've died to the law. 
that his death became my death, and I've died to sin, I've died to the law, and I've been set free from those things. I didn't understand that. That's the new covenant. And the new covenant started at the cross. It started when Jesus died, when he shed his blood and died. And by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those that are being made holy. In other words, those that are coming to Christ are being made perfect forever. Did you hear that? You've been made perfect forever, Christian. There's never a time when you're going to be unperfect. That's your starting point. That's your starting point every day, every moment of every day. That's your starting point. You've been made perfect by that one sacrifice. Well, it's the same thing with obedience. Your starting point with obedience is the fact that you've already been made obedient. Now, under the Old Covenant, we don't see that. Under the Old Covenant, you know, the Old Covenant was line upon line, rule upon rule, regulation upon regulation. Obedience under the Old Covenant meant that you had to adhere to the entire law, to all 613 commandments, all the time, perfectly. That was obedience. That's, a, that's an Old Covenant definition of obedience, is that. You had to obey the law perfectly, all the time, not just outwardly, but The Sermon on the Mount reveals to us that there was an inward obedience that needed to be adhered to as well. In other words, it's a heart obedience, and you can't do that on your own. I can't do that on my own. Well, thankfully, that problem's been remedied. Because in Romans 6.17, Paul says that we've been made obedient from the heart. Did you catch that? We've been made obedient from the heart. This is the new covenant starting point and ending point for obedience, is that it's a work of the Holy Spirit. When you believed, part of what you received when you believed was an obedient heart. You've been given a new heart as part of the new covenant. And that new heart is, by definition, obedient. That's your starting point. That's my starting point. Excuse me, I I hit the mic. I don't know if you heard that or not. I'm getting excited over here. The starting point of Christian obedience is that you're already obedient. That when you believed, you became obedient from the heart. In other words, obedience is an internal work of the Holy Spirit that then works itself out in you through your life every, every day. And this obedience is something that you are, by, by definition, already there. Part of your identity in Jesus, is that you have been made obedient from the heart. And man, that ought to cause you to rest your shoulders. That ought to cause you to relax into that obedience, because that being your starting point changes everything in my life. There's never a time during the day or at night when, Christian, you are not, by definition, obedient. Now, that should do something to motivate you in the way you live. It does. It motivates me. When I remember the fact that I've already been made obedient from the heart, man, that stirs me on. That really, that really motivates me. That's my motivation. That's my motivator. The fact that I've been made obedient from the heart. Now, the problem is we bring old covenant concepts into the new covenant here, and we try and make them fit together. We try and mix them together or blend them together. We kind of put them into the smoothie blender, and we, we try and create a spiritual smoothie between Old Covenant laws and concepts and what the New Covenant scriptures teach. And we end up with this mishmash of stuff that, on its best day, is inconsistent. 
and on its worst day will lead you to feeling condemned and rejected by God because your obedience becomes self-centered and tied up in you. But listen, Christian, even when you sin and even when you fail, because of the new covenant, because of the cross, because of the resurrection of Jesus, you're still obedient from the heart. That never changes, ever. That's grace. That, that never goes away. But when we try and mix covenants, when we try and mix the old covenant with the new covenant, and we don't understand what's going on there and the difference of that, and we try to apply these old covenant principles to our lives, it, it results in feelings of condemnation and guilt and failure, and we feel like God is unhappy with us, he's mad at us, and he's rejected us. But the truth of the matter is, Christian, you are still obedient from the heart. And right now, that's your starting point. Right now. And that never changes. It never goes away. In the book of Acts, chapter 6 and verse 7, we're given a, a brief synopsis of what was going on at the time, how that it says that the Word of God continued to increase. This is Acts 6, verse 7. And the phrase Word of God isn't a reference to the Bible. The Bible never calls itself that. The Word of God is Jesus, and it's the message about Jesus. It's Jesus and his gospel. So as the gospel continued to increase and people believed on Jesus and received Jesus, the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, we're told, and a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. These priests were already trying to be obedient to the law, but they weren't, they weren't making the grade, and, and they realized it. They realized that they couldn't pull it off. And so their obedience shifted from trying to obey the law for righteousness to believing. And when we believe, we become obedient to the faith. When we believe, we become obedient from the heart. Again, it's the work of the Holy Spirit. It's not a work of you. It's a work of the Holy Spirit that puts you in that condition, that changes your heart, that gives you a new heart, that gives you a new identity because of Jesus, and you become obedient from the heart. So right now, I don't know what you're experiencing. I don't know what your circumstances are. I don't know if you're you know, stuck in some sin or some disobedience, but guess what, Christian? Even in the middle of that, you've been made obedient from the heart. Why? Well, because you believed. And when you believe, you become obedient to the faith. And so that's our starting point. That's our starting point and our ending point. When you believed, you became obedient from the heart. The day you die, you will die obedient from the heart. That's our starting point. When we look at the new covenant uh, commands in Scripture, your starting point is that you're already obedient from the heart. And when we see these new covenant commands in Scripture, we can rest in knowing that we're already made obedient from the heart. That's why John said his commands are not burdensome. They're not heavy. Jesus said, come to me, all of you that are laboring and are weighed down, and I'll give you rest. He said, my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Why? Because when you come to Jesus, you're given a new heart. You're given a new nature. The Holy Spirit takes up residence within you, and you become obedient from the heart. But I get burdened down, and I get bogged down when I start getting all these external rules piled on me, and I'm not being reminded that I've already been made obedient from the heart. A new covenant perspective or a new covenant view of obedience is the entire theme of the book of Romans. Did you know that? The book of Romans has an inclusio. Do you know what an inclusio is? 
It's a grammatical tool that's used. It's kind of like bookends. If an author wants to say something, they can bookend it. You know, you got bookends on a shelf and you got all your books in between. Well, if the author wants to emphasize something in something that they've written or something that they've said, they can use an inclusio to kind of bracket what they said. And so the book of Romans has an inclusio. The first one's in chapter one, and the last one is in chapter 16. And the inclusio is the obedience of faith. It's repeated in Romans chapter 1, verse 5. Paul is writing about new covenant grace that produces obedience of faith. And then he bookends it in Romans 16 and verse 26 with that same, same phrase when he's talking about the gospel of grace, the new covenant gospel of grace. And he says in Romans 16, verse 26, that it's now been disclosed through the prophetic writings that have been made known to all nations according to the command of the internal God to bring about the obedience of faith. In other words, in the book of Romans, Paul's whole idea was that obedience comes about, righteousness comes about, not by works, not by what I'm doing, but by faith. And so the entire book of Romans is about the obedience of faith, not just obedience. He talks about just obedience within it, but it's, it's usually in the context of the law, of the old Mosaic law, of the old covenant, that righteousness could never be obtained by obedience. It, it just can't. We have all that old covenant history to show us that it can't. Righteousness cannot be obtained or attained by the keeping of the law, by keeping of any law, by keeping of any rule. How, how are we made obedient? Belief. The issue is belief versus unbelief. And Christian, when you believed, you became obedient to the faith. You became obedient from the heart. And that's a gift from the Holy Spirit. That's not something you mustered up. Talking about the Old Covenant and the failure of the Old Covenant to produce righteousness, Isaiah 28 and verse 13 says, The word of the Lord will be to them precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. In other words, the Old Covenant is all about rule keeping. It's all about law keeping. It's line upon line, it's precept upon precept, and no one could be made righteous by it because no one could keep those commands perfectly. But that's the law. It's a little bit here and a little bit there. It's line upon line and precept upon precept. You know, we brought that concept into the new covenant. We've brought that concept into the body of Christ. We've brought that concept into our institutional church settings, and we've, we've made that the standard. Precept upon precept. Keep this rule over here. Keep this rule over here. Make sure you tithe. Make sure you become a church member. Make sure you're here on Sundays and Wednesdays and Thursdays, you know, whatever days are set aside for you to be here. Make sure that you're here. Don't forget to come here and do this with us because this is our definition of what it means to, to obey. And so we've brought these concepts, these, these hard, difficult complicated concepts of the old covenant, we've brought those into the new and we've made them the standard. But you know, the standard of the new is so much better. The standard of the new covenant is so much easier. Instead of precept upon precept and precept upon precept and line upon line and line upon line and making sure everything lines up just right and that we've got it all down and that we've memorized it and that we're doing it right and we're doing it the right way. Instead of all of that, Here's what the new covenant is in John 1.16. For from his fullness, that's Jesus, we have all received grace upon grace. Did you catch that? 
It's just grace after grace after grace. That's the Christian life. That's life under the new covenant. It isn't precept upon precept upon precept upon precept and get it right and get it right and try again. Start over and try again and try again. It's grace upon grace. And of his fullness, we have all received. Because remember, he doesn't give the Spirit by measure. And so, Christian, you've got the Holy Spirit residing in you. And because of that, you've been made obedient from the heart. And now your life revolves around grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. Not works upon works upon works upon works. Grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. And so, when and if you fail today, when and if you sin today or tomorrow or next week, remember that your starting point is that you've been made obedient from the heart. And because of that, the Father has nothing for you but grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. He's never going to be mad at you. He's never going to be upset at you. He's never going to punish you. There's no Christian karma. That doesn't exist. It's a lie. What you have is grace upon grace in this new covenant age because you have already been made obedient from the heart. And that's motivation. That's my motivation. So remember that as you go out today and do whatever it is you're going to be doing or not doing whatever it is you're going to not be doing, that you have received grace upon grace upon grace by faith, and you've been made obedient from the heart by faith. You have been obedient to the faith because you believe. And man, there's nothing left undone in that. On your worst days, you're as secure as you are on what you feel like are your best days. So remember, Christian, you've been made obedient from the heart. And his commands are not burdensome because the Holy Spirit is in you and he's already changed you into that new person. So listen, that's all I've got for you today. I hope you have a great day. And until next time, take care. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Unsunday Show. To be part of this ongoing conversation, visit us online at unsunday.com.